Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. The Kyrie Irving era in Brooklyn is over. After the star point guard requested a trade out of Brooklyn, the Nets shipped Kyrie and Marquise Morris to Dallas in exchange for former Net, now again current Net, Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, a 2029 unprotected first-round pick, and two second-round picks. Irving's arrival with Kevin Durant to Brooklyn came with a lot of attention. Both stars spurned the Knicks and declared the Nets the new team of New York City, the new cool team of New York. But the duo shared minimal success on the court together. They had injuries, suspensions, sit-outs because of the vaccine. Um, and because of all that, they played just 74 regular season games together. They won just one playoff series in their three and a half years together in Brooklyn. Dallas now pairs Kyrie with superstar Luka Doncic. So the hope is that they can keep Kyrie on the right track and make a run at a title. Though the one thing I did read last time I, I, I was following up on the story that there is no intention to sign Kyrie to any extension right now. They you know there's a chance that he could very well just be a rental for this season, which is extremely fascinating considering that gamble that Dallas made giving up two quality players. Meanwhile, attention in Brooklyn turns to Kevin Durant to see if he will want to stick out, uh, stick it out with the Nets team that he had requested a trade from this summer and then rescinded that trade request and decided to recommit to the organization. So a lot happening, and, and we will talk about how this impacts the Knicks moving forward because, you know, Knicks do have Dallas's picks or something to think about. But first, just on the Kyrie Irving part of this and the Kyrie's time in the city. How would you best summarize it? Big three. The, the, you know, when they got together, when the, when the Nets traded for hard and there was talk, um, and I, I, I quickly Googled it on, on Saturday, they ranked the best big three of all time. And the, this Bleach Report article had them ahead 
of um, I, I think it was like Magic Kareem and Worthy, but behind you know Harden, uh, Bird, Parish, and and McHale. It's just Crazy. ridiculous. Ultimately, they end up playing sixteen games together. Um, you know, <laughs> win win one playoff series, two first rounds. You know, it, it, basically since the two thousand nineteen, since Kyrie arrived, you know, two first round sweeps, one first round, uh, one playoff victory, um, one Alex. Jones Instagram post uh, an anti one anti-Semitic film that's promoted um, three trade demands two vaccinations just a, a nightmare an, an, an incredible uh, uh, turn of events um, which which leads me to the, the, just to be absolutely shocked that teams are still willing to roll the dice on Kyrie Irving um, I thought Nets did a great job getting value back um, from Dallas um, I love the trade from Brooklyn's perspective. Um, you know, it, it, you, you get Spencer Dinwiddie, who is now healthy, playing well, and has succeeded in Brooklyn. Um, Dorian Finney-Smith's a fantastic role player, great defender. Dallas is going to miss him a ton on the defensive end. Um, yeah. So just from a Brooklyn perspective, you create more minutes for Ed, Edward Sumner um, and Ken Thomas, who exploded for 44 points in the first game without Kyrie. Um, and just getting off of the toxic headache that is Kyrie Irving is is addition by subtraction from my perspective for Brooklyn. Um, right. And I'm certainly not going to speak for net fans, but wouldn't you rather almost win uh, rather lose with Sumner and Cam Thomas and the young guys and, and a good team you can root for than than you know than win with a, a playoff round or two with Kyrie Irving. Um, I'd be interested to see how Net fans feel. I think they'll finally. I think they defended him for a long time because he was on their team. Now I think they can can finally let their their vengeance out. Um, from the Dallas yeah. perspective, the, the first thing I thought of was uh, last January. So basically, twelve months ago. The Brunson family, Rick and, and Jalen, were willing to sign a four-year, $55 million extension with the Mavericks. This is not speculation. Brunson, Rick yeah. Brunson has gone on record. Um, I believe it was in a, in a Chris Hayes article interview. Um, but he has gone on record saying we were willing to sign that contract. Um, they were the, the, the Mavs were discussing the same contract extensions with Finney Smith and, and Brunson. Dallas declined. They said, no, nah, we're going to give us another month or so. We might trade. If we trade Brunson, is that contract prohibitive in a deal? Um, we're trying to you know, make a deep run yeah. this year. We're not sure about his long-term fit with, with next to Luka Doncic, et cetera. Um, uh, so right before the deadline, I think they came back and they realized they weren't going to make a deal. And they said, okay, okay, Jalen, we'll do it. You know, four years, 55. <laughs> he said, nah, I'm straight. Um, <laughs> Brunson, uh, uh, Doncic had missed basically three weeks. Uh, Brunson went into the starting lineup, average like 24 and seven. We know yeah. what we've seen what happened. Um, second half of the season, Brunson plays even better. Playoffs, Brunson, you know, averages 35 over the first three games against Utah, dominates uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell, interestingly yeah. enough. Um, this offseason, as we know, comes to New York. Um, Mavericks, so instead of signing Brunson for four years, 55 million, 13 months later, they trade Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, an unprotected 2029 pick. Um, some some fans were saying, well, yeah, it's five years down the line. Who cares? No, that means there's a greater likelihood that Doncic will not be yeah. that by the time that pick is right, made. Right, exactly. Um, two second rounders for a player 
um, that is that I, you know, that, that, that's quite frankly has not been as good, not and not nearly as consistent or reliable as Jalen Brunson. Um, so for a from a Dallas perspective, a massive gamble, uh, one I certainly would not have taken. The Mavs have one of the <laughs> preeminent talents to come into the NBA in my lifetime. Luka Doncic has a chance to be one of the five greatest players to ever set foot on an NBA basketball court. No player in league wow. history has played as well over the first four years, five years of their career as Doncic has. Um, he's just that good. Multiple MVPs in the Spanish ACB League before he came. You know, th this guy's credentials are second to none. His shot making, his 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 you know, just gutsy the way he approaches the game. If he ever gets in great shape, um, that's a big caveat there. Um, again, he has a chance to be one of the best players we've ever seen, certainly of, of his generation. To introduce, the, to to bring in that player, to bring the, in that environment a player as toxic as Kyrie Irving, I thought is organizational malpractice. Um, wow. I, I, could it work out? Sure. Um, anything's possible in the NBA. The one saving grace, I think, from the from the Mavs perspective is getting off um, Finney Smith's money. Who's it's not a bad contract by any means, but getting right. off his money and getting off Dinwiddie's. Uh, he has one year left on his contract. Was only partially guaranteed. Does allow the Mavs to enter next offseason with basically max cap space should they choose to part ways um, with with Kyrie Irving, which I would suggest they do, no matter how well he plays. <laughs> Um, again, people are saying, well, he has to prove himself before he hits free agency. He needed to do that in Brooklyn. You know, that was the yeah, one season yeah. Grace had been coming back for one season was, oh, well, he'll be on his best behavior. The dude, you know, tweets out a link to an anti-Semitic film, you know, tweets Alex Jones, refuses to apologize for it, gets suspended. They come, you know, then finally returns, shuts up for a couple weeks. The the the, the Nets win, you know, basically go on like a, a 12 and one streak. They look like yeah. they can be championship contenders. Kyrie says, the reason we're playing better is because we're not allow allowing that outside noise. I'm such a great leader. I'm not allowing it. A week, uh, you know, five minutes later, he demands a trade, makes a public. The morning of the trade says, I may not, you know, leaks that he may not play the rest of the season if they don't trade him, further tanking his value. This is a guy, keep in mind, it's important to remember, 2018, two years in Boston, the Celtics had a better record, had a higher winning percentage in the games he did not play than the games yep. he did play his two years in Boston. His four years with New Jersey, the, uh, four years with oh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. The, yeah. the Nets have a higher winning percentage in the games he did not play than the games he has played, yet teams are still enticed by that 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 layup package and the really cool in and out dribbles, um, and, and are willing to give up all these 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 terrific assets. And it wasn't just the Mavericks. Shockingly, the Lakers were willing to attach to for you know give up their two yeah. 27 and 29 picks. The Suns with Chris Paul and Jay Crowder and draft capital. Um, I I I I I am shocked that teams have not learned their lessons with this guy. Um, you know, he's not someone you can count on. He's not somebody you can rely on. He's told you that over and over and over again. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's the, it's the girl that's really cute and really yep. attractive, but she yeah. cheats on every boyfriend she has. And the, and, and, but you know, the guy still tells his buddy, listen, I'll change her. You know, we'll make yeah. it work. She'll be loyal to me. Um, good luck to Dallas is all I can say. Wow. Tommy letting the chopper ring did not, did not expect all that, but. But uh, but definitely let 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 them let him fire, man. Look, uh, here's here's what I will say. First of all, before I even get to my point, uh, I do think that uh, we just got uh, we just got word from J James Dolan, 
who James Dolan came out of woodworks. He wants to say some words about this now that Brooklyn and the era of Kyrie Irving and the scary hours era is officially over. This is uh, James Dolan. Rest in piss to all my ops. Okay, that's enough. Now we really celebrating. Okay, I'm not. I'm joking. That's not James Dolan. That's that's Carmelo Hayes, WWE NXT superstar. Oh wait, no. This this right here is James Dolan. Finally, my bad. Hit the wrong sounder. This is James Dolan on the Kyrie Irving trade. Tell me a little something, KD. Don't you regret not coming to the Knicks? Don't you regret not coming to the Knicks? Okay, of course that was not James Dolan as well. That was a random dude during the side talk video. Um, but <laughs> look, that that is the feeling of a lot of Nick fans. I mean, a lot of people are uh, dancing on their grave. A lot of R.I.P. Bozo for Kyrie Irving himself, who talked so much about even the season when they beat the Knicks. He said, "I love beating the Knicks," um, which is like, okay, dude. <laughs> and then um, the, all the comments over the years about how the Nets were going to take over the city and this was going to be a new era of New York City basketball. So all that's done. Um, in terms of the trade from the Nets in in um, Mavs standpoint, I think the Mavs. So much of this is, I think, beyond even basketball sense. I think a lot of it is you have a superstar who knows he doesn't have enough offensive help. So it, sometimes it's just trying to show them that hey, we're trying to get you offensive help. We'll get you another star to pair with you because these guys they they seem to think that this is the way to win in the, in the NBA nowadays. So. I think a lot of that has to do with really trying to entice Luca to say, hey, we're not a dumpster fire. And here, like, let's, here's a star. And now you have a real shot to win because you have Kyrie Irving. All the, the points you make about the numbers and teams being better without him suggest maybe this isn't the earth shattering news in terms of on the court success for Dallas that it may suggest given Kyrie's, you know, pedigree as being a guy who's a former NBA champion, a guy with the, maybe the biggest shot in NBA history. But, uh, but but still, I think that, that a lot of that, that that's a lot of what this is. And if you got a shot at it, I think you got to show Luca that you're trying. I do think from the net standpoint, this is a pretty decent return. I mean, at 2029 unprotected first, that's a big gamble for Dallas to give that up. Now maybe they have a better sense that Luca's not going anywhere than I do. They you hope they they do because he's in their facility, he's in their organization, but. I mean, this Dallas thing has felt like for even even after last year's run to the conference finals, it's felt like for a couple of years that they've kind of been treading there and spinning their wheels. So this idea that, you know, they're going to turn around and they're going to be a championship contender and Luka will be content to stay, I'm not totally convinced of that. Uh, so you get that 29 first round pick, that's big. And then for the Nets and these players, I mean, Justin Dinwiddie's a guy that, you know, played well for them when he was there. He's played better since he got to Dallas. He was terrible in Washington. He played well. Scott Dallas. I've always really liked Dorian Finley-Smith. Really good defender. Really good shooter. He's the kind of guy you can win with. So there are nice pieces to to lose to, to get after losing Kyrie Irving. Do I think the Nets now have a chance to come out of the East? No, I don't. I think that this they're still I think a worse team losing Kyrie Irving in the sense that on the court, I think that in these playoff series against these top teams, I wanted to make shot makers that you have you could possibly have. So. KD having to kind of carry the load offensively. I don't think that's going to be much of a recipe success for this team. But I do think that there is now a foundation there to maybe build upon this team with these assets, whether it's moving these guys for somebody else or moving some of the guys they got on their team to get some other star or whatever. So it's not all loss in Brooklyn, but definitely a blow and definitely quite the embarrassment considering all the hoopla that came with the Irving move to Brooklyn. I think there's a – 
if I'm a Nets fan, I'm more confident in my team advancing to the conference finals, you know, making a deep run in the playoffs this today than I am than I was on Saturday. I again, I just can't rely on Kyrie, you, you know, keeping Kyrie Irving past the deadline assumes that he's going to play again, assume that he's not going to take two weeks off at some point. It assumes, right. you know, again, and, and as you noted in our previous podcast, he's going to stay healthy. You know, this guy that, right. that, that, that had injury issues. Um, you know, and, and as far as, you know, it's a Knicks podcast, obviously, as far as the, the Knicks impact, uh, you know, from the Knicks own the Mavericks first round pick this season, um, yeah. it's top 10 protected. So it will almost certainly convey, um, will it be 19, 17, 22? Um, is there a better chance that the, that the Mavs have a, have a, have a stronger finish to the rest of the regular season? I suppose so. Kyrie Irving will be motivated, I guess. Um, but who's that backcourt going to stop? Like, when are they going to get stops in the in the yeah. fourth quarter? Especially in the postseason, Kyrie and Luca are going to are going to defend. You give up your best perimeter defender in, in DFS. Um, uh, you know, again, the, the, you know, I thought they had a good um, recipe for success with a guy, you know, kind of a, 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 a Jalen Brunson type player who's not going to demand the ball. Will 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 defer to Luca when you know when they share the floor together and Luca rests, then he can kind of. Take Take over the offense. Is Kyrie going to be? You know, I'm sure they'll stagger minutes at some point and maybe get Lucas a much needed rest. That that could certainly be a benefit. Um, but I just don't see in fourth quarters how these guys are going to share the floor together. Will there yeah. be? Will Kyrie have a 50 point game for the Mavs? I think so, probably. You know, if I had to bet. Right. But again, I can't count on this man, this individual, because um, he's proven to me again and again and again and again. Um, that when the chips are down, he's not the. Did he hit a big shot against the Cavs? Was he awesome in that series with the Cavs against the Warriors? Absolutely. But that's what the Celtics told themselves when they made a big trade for yeah. him. It didn't work out. That's what the Nets told themselves when they, you know, when they signed him. And that's what they told themselves again when he, you know, disappointed their first season. And that's what they told themselves again when he disappointed the second season. Um, that's what he disappointed again when he got injured and 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 and, dis- and refused to get vaccinated, which forced the Nets to trade James Harden for Ben Simmons. Who's a you know who, who who's right. lost right now? Um, again, wherever this guy has gone, it's, we have five years. We have a body of evidence of five years now um, where it hasn't worked out. Um, could it work out? And you know maybe the Mavs make a short term bet. Could it work out for four months? Certainly, he's just that talented. I'm, I'll never doubt his offensive brilliance because he's he is just that brilliant. Um, but if I'm if I'm wagering. If I have a superstar in place in Luka Doncic, for me, it made sense for the Lakers to roll the dice on, right. on the toxicity that is Kyrie Irving because they base they're, they're the 13th seed in the West. They basically, <laughs> yeah. you know, they have nothing to lose. Um, right. I, you know, LeBron's, you know, uh, 38. You know, AD. Who knows yeah. how long you're going to have him in house? So for a team like the for a team like the, the 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 Lakers, I thought it made some sense. Even a team like the Suns, it seems like they're obviously trending in the wrong direction. Um, you know, maybe to shake things up and 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 you know yeah. get, get kind of get back on track. That could make some sense. Um, but for a team like the Mavs with a generational talent of Luka Doncic um, to try to delude themselves and convince themselves that Kyrie will play hard for us and and not cause any waves, I just don't get it. Yeah, uh, it's it's a gamble. It is a major gamble. It's a gamble that you know. Again, I, I understand because of the because of the implications of hey, now you can tell Luka you got him a star, but it's Kyrie Irving. <laughs> so so it's like it's a yeah, there's a big yeah, but when you tell Luka you got him another star. The one thing I will say when it comes to the Knicks and, and, and how this affects the East, one, the Dallas pick, we'll see how that goes. You know, I'm not going to freak out. I know some Knicks fans were kind of freaking out that, you know, this is Dallas's pick and Knicks have that pick. So will that, you know, get up? Will that, will that, you know, 
worse than the, the value of the pick. I mean, we just have to see. I mean, they gotta they're gonna have to play these games. It's not like there's a you know we kind of forget there's not that many games left in the season. There's like only 28, 29 games left in the season for most teams. So even if they do play great, I don't see them going from this being the twentieth pick to the thirtieth pick or anything like that. You're talking about maybe a four or five team move probably in terms of where this will be. Um, the other thing as well is two other quick notes. One, I do. This is a net team that I think Knicks will want to face in the postseason now. Like, you know, we got to talk about these matchups that could happen um, with these some of these top teams. And we saw Philly and how the Knicks can match it with them. Knicks have won two out of three against them this year. If you're talking about a net team without Kyrie Irving and it's just Kevin Durant, if you're talking about Philly, you're talking about Boston, who we think will probably won, but let's say they, they slip. Um, uh, who's the other team? Cleveland or some of these other teams that Knicks could play. If they're talking about a 2-7, 3-6 matchup, Milwaukee, obviously. Uh, Brooklyn's the team I'm running to because they're a team that now has a massive change in their in their team. So you're, you're talking about, you know, the, uh, the, the the chemistry being thrown off already. And now you have, you're banking on only one Kevin Durant. And you don't know what his health is going to be. He's coming back from this knee injury, taking him a little longer than we thought. So I, I do wonder in terms of, how Brooklyn kind of holds the standings. One, if Knicks can move up, but if there's a matchup that happens now, I wouldn't know no part of Brooklyn with Kyrie Irving. Now, if you're talking about a Knicks Nets matchup, I want all the smoke with Nets. I I respectfully disagree. I, you know, we saw really? how poor, we saw how poorly Kyrie played in the in the in the first. I think the last four games of that last three games that uh, of the sweep against the Celtics last season, he shot like thirty six percent from floor, average yeah. 14, 17 points. I think um, uh, again they got swept. The I like the I, I'd rather have I don't want to say I'd rather, but I don't I don't think there's a massive downgrade. You know, you can play Sumner, give you some defense. Cam Thomas can give you 30 points. You bring in Dinwiddie, who's more than capable to, you know, he plays well on the big stage. Um, he's not gonna back down. He, he loves playing against the Knicks. Um DFS yeah. is a great perimeter defender. Again, like fantasy-wise, I'd much rather have Kyrie, but like from a team chemistry standpoint, Nick Claxton's playing at a much better level. I don't want to play any of those top teams. Um, and if I right. had to choose, I'd probably still, you know pick the nets um because they, they don't have that home run Kyrie gives them that home run hitter that can take over in the fourth quarter as we saw Kyrie dominate New York uh just you know yeah. last week so again it's it, but I I don't think there's a, a massive you know swing one way or the other I, I again I really think the nets did a good job kind of patching holes with a their ceiling is not maybe not be as high but I think their floor is a little bit higher um and they'll be more consistent over the over the rest of the second half of the season and one final thing NBA, do the right thing. Put Jalen Brunson in the All-Star game. Kyrie Irving, not officially a Western Conference player. He could take Steph Curry's spot. That opens up the spot for the East. Jalen Brunson and James Harden had their, you know, WWE-style eliminator, you know, winner gets into the All-Star game match, and Jalen Brunson was declared the winner, so therefore he should get that spot. That has to be how this goes. Let's get Jalen Brunson to Salt Lake City. He showed in that game as well. He deserves to be an All-Star. Um, and, and he had a, we kind of glossed over it because we didn't talk about Saturday, but he had a monster performance on Saturday. 41 points. I mean, he, he was a killer on Saturday. I mean, he definitely is an all-star this year. Let's hope he gets in. 41 points on 19 field goal attempts. First player in Knicks history, more than 40 points, fewer than 20 shots to go along with five rebounds, five assists Saturday night. And we barely batted an eye. That's how good Jalen <laughs> yeah. in the season. Incredible. But uh, that's going to do it, though, for this edition of Orange and Blue Bloods. Tommy, let people know where they can find you. At Tommy Beer on Twitter. Should be a fun week, this guy's uh, fun week this week. Uh, look forward to talking to you guys soon. It definitely should be a fun one. Uh, EJ underscore Stewards, where you can find me on Twitter, Action EJ on Instagram and TikTok. That'll do it 
for this edition of Orange and Blue Bloods New York Knicks podcast hosted by Odyssey and WFAN. Remember, you can get these podcasts wherever you get them, including the free Odyssey app. Make sure you hit the auto-download feature so you can get these episodes. We'll be back later this week talking pre-trade deadline, probably talking post-trade deadline. So a lot of stuff happens. You want to keep it locked here. Again, hit that auto-download feature. Make sure you follow us on YouTube as well. You can find us on the Odyssey Sports channel to watch these episodes. That's going to do it for this edition of Orange and Blue Bloods. Tommy, I'm EJ. Take these guys. Peace.